this is Tina Douglas, and you're listening to the Liam Photography Podcast with your host, my husband, Liam Douglas. Enjoy! Greetings, everybody. You're listening to the Liam Photography Podcast. I'm your host, Liam Douglas, and this is episode 60. I want to take a moment right now to thank all of my listeners for subscribing, rating, and reviewing in iTunes and anywhere else that you might be listening to the show. And I also remind you to check out the Liam Photography Podcast Facebook group. I'll tell you a little bit more about the Facebook group at the tail end of this episode. So first up this week, a Canon camera has shown up for certification. Now this is as of today at 12.34 p.m., a camera, which is likely to be the EOS R5, has shown up for certification according to Nakashita. Now, this information is coming from CanonRumors.com. The certification shows a new battery, as we had previously reported. It'll be the LP-E6NH with a voltage of 7.2 volts and 2,130 milliamp hours. Perhaps the H means high capacity. The certification also says the camera is compatible with the Speedlight 600EX-RT. Does that mean the EOS R5 will have a wireless trigger? We haven't heard that suggestion up until now. The camera is also compatible with the Canon RS-60E3. And that is what we have right now on this possibility of a, a new camera certification with it matching up to the Canon EOS R5. It sounds highly likely that that is what the certification is all about. And I'll include a link to this article in the show notes so that you can check it out for yourself. Next up, are these the seven RF lenses that Canon will be announcing in 2020? Uh, Canon Rumors has been sent a roadmap of upcoming Canon RF lenses for 2020, and he has been unable to confirm the list of lenses, but he hopes to hear more soon. Rumored and confirmed Canon RF lenses coming in 2020. First up, the Canon RF 24-105mm f4 to 7.1 ISSDM. That one's already been announced by Canon. And so is the Canon RF 100-500mm f4.5 to 7.1L ISSTM. Both those first two lenses have already been announced by Canon. The Canon RF 10-24 f4L USM. The Canon RF 35 f1.2L USM. The Canon RF 50mm f1.8 macro ISSTM. The Canon RF 85mm f1.8 ISSTM, the Canon RF 70 to 135 f2L USM, and the last two items, which of course have also already been announced, are the Canon RF 1.4x extender and the RF 2.0x extender. Those had both already been announced by. Canon, so we know they are coming for sure, along with the first two lenses in this announcement. There is nothing here about the rumored DO Super Telephoto lenses or a pancake for the RF mount, so of course, as always, take this information as a big grain of salt until he can confirm the information with his more reliable sources. There will definitely be more to come. <laughs> 
Next up, there's a patent showcasing an RF 13 to 21 millimeter F2.8 optical formula that has appeared in Japan. The RF 13 to 21 millimeter 2.8 embodiment zoom ratio 1.58, focal length 13.40 millimeters, 17.30 millimeters, and 21.20 millimeters. F number 2.88, 2.88, 2.88 throughout. Half angle of view 58.23, 51.35, 45.58. Image height 21.64 millimeters throughout. Lens length 150.15 millimeters, 136.89 millimeters, and 130.04 millimeters. Back focus of 20.96 millimeters, 25.13 millimeters, and 29.31 millimeters. Now, Canon Rumors highly doubts this specific optical formula will become a consumer product, but it is probably part of the de development for an ultra-wide angle RF mount lens that we could expect to see sometime later on this year before 2020 is over. <laughs> Next up this week, some new discount codes for DxO's Nike Collection. DxO released the new Nike Collection version 2.5 and is offering a 15% off when you use coupon code GETNIKNOW, or 25 now, so it's G-E-T-N-I-K-2-5-N-O-W. And that discount code is good until March 10th. On One is also offering a 15% off coupon code FEB on their On One Creative Styles plus Essentials bundle. Get 10% off Canon and Nikon gear at KEH with code CN2A at checkout at knh.com. And France's Photographer's Projects Collection is now on sale at 86% off. Skylum Luminar Special, use coupon code NikonRumors for an additional $10 off. And of course, this story is from Nikon Rumors. The new Topaz Labs Video Enhance AI for Windows can upscale videos up to 8K is now $100 off. And there is a new lighting special at B&H uh, because of WPPI, which ends today. It ran February 23rd through the 27th. You can visit them at booth 739. The Wedding and Portrait Photography International 2020 Show Special, free shipping on most specials below. Check also the WPPI Specials page at BH. You can use code BHWPPI20 at checkout. And I'll make sure I include a link to this article in the show notes so you can check out all of these discounts for yourself. <laughs> Next up, Nikon's lens rebates are set to expire this coming weekend. Bundle up and save up to $650 in instant rebates on lens bundles with free accessories. Nikon's rebates on 28 different F-mount lenses are set to expire this weekend. You can see the listing at Adorama and B&H Photo for more detail. And I'll include a link to this article in the show notes so that you can check it out for yourself. I went over this whole list of lines a couple of weeks ago on one of my earlier episodes, so I'm not going to read off all 28 lenses again because I don't want to bore my audience to death by going over the entire list a second time. 
The Nikon Z8 and Nikon D850 replacement are rumored to have a 60 megapixel sensor. This is as of two days ago, also from Nikon Rumors. Both the Nikon Z8 and the Nikon D850 replacement are rumored to have a 60 megapixel sensor. There will be two more Nikon mirrorless cameras announced this year. One of them should be a high-end pro, possibly called the Z8. The Z8 is rumored to have dual SD and CF Express card slots, vertical grip option, pro body, higher price tag. Previous rumors suggested two CF Express cards, but we don't know that for sure. The high-end mirrorless Z camera will be announced before the Nikon D850 replacement. The Nikon D850 replacement is not expected in 2020, but possibly in 2021. So from the sounds of this article, it looks like everybody is jumping on the bandwagon to come out with a higher megapixel pro body. First, Sony did it with the a7R 4 with their 67 megapixel sensor. Uh, now, the rumors are that the EOS R5 is supposed to be Canon's first mirrorless pro body with dual card slots. But I am intrigued that the rumors are claiming it's only going to have a 45 megapixel sensor. And the reason why I say that is other than the fact that it has been confirmed by Canon that it's supposed to have 12 frames per second mechanical shutter, 20 frames per second electronic. Uh, Canon has confirmed that. But other than that, for the most part, it sounds like it's slated to be the mirrorless replacement for the Canon 5DS and DSR. And what puzzles me is why would they go backwards in sensor? And the reason why I say that is because the Canon EOS 5DS and SR both had a 50.1 megapixel sensor. So why would Canon downgrade the replacement mirrorless body for those two models to only a 45 megapixel sensor? But then again, it's also possible that maybe the EOS R5 is not the replacement model for the 5DS and SR. Maybe the EOS R5 is the replacement for the Canon 5D Mark IV, because I have a feeling Canon is not going to release a 5D Mark V. I know a lot of other sites and YouTube channels and podcasts are speculating that, oh yeah, Canon's absolutely going to release another 5D DSLR body before they quit making them. I don't think that's the case. I think it's a high probability that the R5 is the replacement for the Canon 5D DSLR line, and that maybe the R6 or possibly they're even going to do an R7 this year, will be the replacement for the 5DS and SR. And the previous rumors are that when Canon does release the mirrorless replacement for the 5DS and SR, it is going to have at least a 75 megapixel sensor, possibly 80 megapixels. We'll have to wait and see. But like I said, everybody seems to be jumping on a big megapixel sensor bandwagon as of late. Can, or, uh, Sony has already done it with the A7R4. Nikon is rumored to be doing it with the Nikon Z8 having a 60 megapixel sensor. And I really think Canon is going to up the ante by replacing a 75 or 80 megapixel sensor. And most of the rumor sites agree with me on that. Nikon is kicking around the idea of making Nikkor Z teleconverters. Right now, they're saying they're just thinking about it. So in response to someone on Twitter recently, Nikon USA responded that they do not currently produce teleconverters for the Nikkor Z lenses. And they went on to explain that you could use the 
current F to Z adapters with your APS-C Nikon lenses and your full frame lenses so that you can use the, the, the older style F mount extenders with them. But supposedly Nikon is considering the possibility of making tele extenders for the Z mount. We do not know that for sure. There is a quote, however, um, and this is coming from Kenji Oisha, Department Manager of Nikon's UX Planning Department Imaging Business Unit. The roadmap is always evolving year by year, which is why we don't put any dates on it. Additionally, we understand that many potential customers are interested in teleconverters, and we are thinking about it. Although teleconverters are not in the lens roadmap, we understand the necessity of these accessories. Nikon is fully committed to the future of the Z system, and we will have 23 lenses on the market by the end of 2021. So it'll be interesting to see if Nikon is planning to make Z-mount teleconverters. I I'm speculating that they more than likely will. Canon has already announced their 1.4X and 2.0X teleconverters for the RF mount, so I'd be willing to bet that Nikon's going to follow suit and come out with Z-mount ones as well. And as that gentleman from Nikon uh, mentioned in this article, in this quote, uh, Nikon does not put the teleconverters on their lens roadmap. So just because they're not on the roadmap doesn't mean they're not coming because the roadmap is exclusively for lenses and not lens adapters or extenders. Next up, it took a bit longer, but... Finally, the Fujifilm BC-W235 dual battery charger is available for pre-order at bnh.com. At the moment, you can get it only at BNH Photo, you can get it at Focus Camera, but you should soon find it also available at Amazon US and Adorama. Uh, you can pre-order this. This is the dual battery charger for the upcoming X-T4 Fujifilm APS-C body. And it looks like the specs for this dual battery charger, AC input power is 120 to 240 VAC, 50 to 60 Hertz at 1.125 amps. Output voltage is 8.4 VDC. Number of battery bays are two, multi-bay charging modes, independent and simultaneous. It does have an LED indicator, USB port one, and USB which is USB type C. The dimensions are 2.4 by 3.1 dot 1 by 1.5 inches or 62 times 80 times 37.5 millimeters. Weight is 3.35 ounces or 95 grams. So there you have it. You can now pre-order a dual battery charger for the upcoming X-T4. So if you're planning on purchasing that new Fuji camera, you've been waiting for it to be released. You can now pre-order the dual battery charger for it so that you'll be able to charge two batteries at the same time and always have enough juice for a full day of shooting. Next up, the Fujifilm Fujidon GF 45 to 100 millimeter F4 R LM OIS WR lens is now in stock. You can now purchase this lens from B&H Photo, Amazon US, and Adorama. I'm going to call Nick's on one portion of this news because I checked on Amazon US and the lens is not available on Amazon US as of this recording. It is available at B&H Photo and it is also available at Adorama. 
and you can order that lens for $2,300, $2,299. Now, at the same time, you can also save $1,000 on the GFX 50R at B&H Photo, Adorama, or Amazon US. And you can get the GF 50mm f3.5, save $500 at B&H Photo, Amazon US, Adorama, and Focus Camera. The next bit of Fuji news this week, Fujifilm X-T4 Small Rig Cage pre-order is now available. Small Rig already offers various cages for Fujifilm cameras, such as the Fujifilm X-T2 and X-T3, the X-T2 and X-T3 with battery grip, the Fujifilm GFX100, the Fujifilm X-T30 and X-T20 cameras, the Fujifilm X-H1 camera with battery grip, and the Fujifilm X-H1 without battery grip. Now Small Rig extended its offer by launching their Fujifilm, Fujifilm X-T4 cage, which you can pre-order at their website. I'll include a link to that in the show notes for this article. You can also order the Fujifilm X-T4 at B&H Photo, Amazon US, Adorama, and Focus Camera. The dual battery charger I already mentioned. The NP-W235 batteries are available at B&H Photo, Amazon US, Adorama, and Focus Camera. And the vertical grip is also available at all four sites. So the key features for this new cage for the X-T4 uh, it's uh, CCF2808 is the model number, form-fitting full cage for the Fujifilm X-T4 camera, multiple 1 quarter inch dash 20 and 3 8 inch dash 16 and ARRI 3 8 inch dash 16 accessory threads, integrated cold shoe and NATO rail, locks camera via 1 quarter inch dash 20 and anti-twist pin on the bottom, Arca Swiss release plate, uh, with built-in flathead screwdriver on the bottom. Ergonomic slide handle provides a comfort grip, and it's compatible with dedicated HDMI and USB cable clamp BSC2809. And that is all of the details on that. Now, Small Rig does make some fantastic cages. I have their cage for the EOS R, and I absolutely love it. And just this week, I ordered the one for my Fujifilm GFX 50R. I was a little bit bummed that for some reason I could not order the one for the 50R on Amazon US. All the rest of the small rig cages appeared to be on there, including the one for the GFX 100. But for some reason, the one for the GFX 50R was not there. So I had to order it directly from small rigs uh, website in UK and wait for it to be shipped overseas. So hopefully it won't take too long to get here, but I'll have to wait and see. Now there were some less expensive options. Uh, well, I should take that back. I back, back that up a little bit. It's not a cage. What I actually got from Small Rig for my uh, GFX 50R is an L bracket that also includes a wooden hand grip. Um, so when you attach this L bracket to the bottom of the camera via the one quarter dash 20 screw thread for your tripod plate, it not only gives you the L bracket for mounting the camera on a tripod in both horizontal and vertical position, but it also gives you an add-on wooden grip so that when you reach around to hold the camera, you have a better grip, a better shape and feel, better ergonomics. 
The one thing that does bum me out about the GFX 50R is the ergonomics are not that great for my big hands. I like to have that kind of wrap around and then indent um, on the right side of the camera like all the Canon bodies have, the Nikon bodies have. I like having that uh, because of the fact that I have big hands and once that L plate comes for my GFX 50R, I will have that as an add-on. And it's made out of a, a cool wood. It's got a really cool look to it. I'll uh, post pictures of it in the Facebook group and on Instagram once it arrives. Now, according to SornyAlphaRumors.com, as of today, the first short Tamron 70 to 180 millimeter autofocus test shows it works extremely fast. The new Tamron 70 to 180 millimeter f2.8 FE lens uses an improved AF motor that works faster than the one used on the current 28 to 75 millimeter FE, and they were finally able to see it in action. Now, I'm going to share a link to this article in the show notes for this episode because it does include the video uh, demonstrating how fast the autofocus is. The German YouTuber ValueTech posted the first quick autofocus test, and it says in parentheses, watch from minute two onward to see just how fast and accurate the autofocus is for this lens. If you consider they used the older Sony A7R 3 AF system and a prototype lens, it was very impressive. So it should be even more so on the newer Sony bodies going forward, like the A7R 4 and the A9 Mark II. And the last bit of Sony news I have for my listeners this week, the Sony 20mm f1.8 G lens pre-order now available in all Amazon Europe stores, which is D-E-U-K-F-R-I-T-N-E-S. So you can now place an order for this lens. The new Sony G Master lens is available on all the European Amazon stores. You can pre-order in the U.S. at B&H Photo, Amazon, Adorama, and Focus Camera. And I'll include a link to that in the show notes for this episode so that you can check it out for yourself. The lens will be coming soon at all of the U.S. stores that I mentioned, and the selling price is $8.98. You can, on B&H Photos website, you can click to request a stock alert, which will send you an alert email or notification through the B&H app if you have it on your smartphone as soon as the stock arrives, so you can order yours right away, or you can go ahead and pre-order and B&H is offering free next-day delivery in the U.S. only. So there you have that. The 20mm f1.8 is soon to be on the shelves and in Sony shooters' hands. And it looks like a really fantastic lens. I know there's probably more than one Sony shooter out there that's excited to get their hands on it. Now, I did want to circle back on one thing I talked about on the Nikon side this week with the Z8. If the rumors are true that the Nikon Z8 will have an optional battery grip that you can buy for it, that'll make my friend Jared Polin at Fronos Photo quite happy because that has been his biggest complaint since the Z6 and Z7 dropped was that Nikon chose not to make a battery grip for either of those bodies. And he was not a happy camper about it. He's talked about it numerous times on his YouTube channel and his podcast, The Daily Fro which I listen to all the time. So if it is true that the Z8 is going to be a pro mirrorless dual card slot 
camera from Nikon. And if they are going to release a battery grip with that, that'll definitely make him a happy camper. Okay, that is all the news and rumors I have for you this week on the Lee of Photography podcast, episode 60. Again, I want to thank all my listeners for subscribing, rating, and reviewing in iTunes and anywhere else that you listen to the show. Also, be sure to check out liamphotographypodcast.com for the show notes for this and all episodes. Also, do not forget, you can call or text the show at 470-294-8191 with any comments or suggestions, questions you might have, a topic you'd like to hear covered on an upcoming episode, somebody you'd like to hear me interview if I can get them, uh, or a specific subject you would like me to do an interview on, whether it's animal photography, wild, regular wildlife photography, pet photography, uh, whatever you can think of. If you want to hear it covered on the show, feel free to call or text with your suggestion. You can also email the show at liam at liamphotographypodcast.com. Also, as I mentioned at the top of the show, be sure to check out the Liam Photography Podcast Facebook group. You can join the group. It is a private group, but you can request to join. You only have to answer one question to join the group, and that is the name of the host of this show which is myself, Liam, or you can put Liam Douglas. Either one will work. And I have recently expanded it. You can also answer that question by giving the name, even if it's just the first name, of any of the guests I've had on the show for the last year. So that would be Ruben, Jill Mott, John Harvell, Jeff Harmon from the Master, Master Photography Podcast, uh, Ellie Cat. You can use any of those names as well, and you will be allowed into the group. Once you're in the group, you are free to share your own original work, your own original photographs. Please do not share other photographers' work, even if you have their permission. That'll get you banned from the group. You can also request creative criticism by uploading your photos and putting in the comments CC please, and myself or one of the other professional photographers will be happy to give you some positive feedback on how you can improve your photography. As always, please, once again, remember to share this show out in social media and elsewhere to your friends and family and ask them to give it a listen. And if they would be so inclined, subscribe, rate, and review. We would greatly appreciate that. And I will see you all again in another seven days for episode 61.